tonight with family this is good family time some people's idea of family time is to not have church that's exactly wrong having church is having family time this is where you want your family this is where you want to be and this is what you want to be doing and everybody said amen Acts chapter 7 Acts chapter 7 wonderful wonderful weekend we're thanking God for every beautiful and wonderful thing that we have been enjoying our God is great and holy and mighty thank you Jesus in Acts chapter 7 this is when one of your brothers was brought before a council of people who are fighting against the name of Jesus and the truth of the scriptures and they were blinded by so many different spirits that they were not seeing the light of God they were so much into the darkness and uh, in Acts chapter 7 I would like to read to you beginning with verse 1 then said the high priest are these things so and he said men brethren and fathers hearken the God of glory appeared unto our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia, before he dwelt in Haran, and said unto him, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and come into the land which I shall show thee. Verse 4 said, Then came he, came he out of the land of the Chaldeans, and dwelt in Haran, and from thence, when his father was dead, he removed into this land wherein ye now dwell. Everybody said, praise the, Lord. praise the Lord. I'd like to preach for a little while this morning on coming out, coming out party, a coming out party. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. Right from the very beginning, it becomes very obvious through the scriptures, and of course, 
Stephen here, one of the seven, full of the Holy Ghost. He is uh, trying to give a valuable history lesson to some people who are blinded by their own desires, their own motivations, and by things that are not spiritual and not godly. And he begins to give them a good history lesson. He begins to show them how God had done things and how they had gotten to right where they were at right then. He also was showing them how that history can repeat itself and that, in other words, sometimes some people don't learn anything from history. And so as he began to tell them how that the Spirit of the Lord began to minister to Abraham and telling him to come out, you come on out of there, you get away from all of these things that have been influencing your life and in a manner that it is not pleasing to me, it is not the right way, the right path, the right ideas, the right thinking, and it's got you all confused and in the wrong things. And so Abraham, he heard what God had to say, and he obeyed him. We have scriptures tonight. We have chapter and verse. We have subject matter. and We have many great and wonderful examples that were set before us, some for the good and some as a warning or an admonition. In other words, there are those examples where people have showed us how not to do it. And so we, uh, we watch here as Stephen is uh, giving them the history lesson, showing them how Abraham came out and how God dealt with him. And he brought it all the way up to the present moment in the book of Acts in which they were living. And how here he is dragged before the council because he's baptizing people in the name of Jesus. Because he's laying hands on people and praying for them. And they're getting the Holy Ghost. They're being healed. Many wonders and signs and miracles are being, uh, Stephen is being used of God for these many wonderful things. A man full of the Holy Ghost and of faith and of power. And uh, they rose up. They didn't like it. They were displeased and unhappy. It was uh, knocking over their little apple cart. It wasn't going the way they liked it. They couldn't control it. And they, they had things all fixed up where they were getting a lot of personal gain. And they had their traditions. And they had their uh, religion. I did not know this morning, but um, Senior Sister Feld informed me late this afternoon that uh, when I went to the radio station this morning and began to preach, and you know, being a preacher, you can, you can tell, you learn from the Holy Ghost uh, certain things. You pick up certain signals. God trains you in your ministry. And, and uh, uh, I, all of a sudden, I got very uncorked uh, about one God. Just in the middle of what I was trying to minister to lost people about the name of Jesus Christ. And I just got very uncorked about one God. And she informed me this afternoon late. She said, I just waited listening to see what the Holy Ghost was going to do because the guy that's on before you, he ended up by saying uh, that he was uh, what he was promoting, he had the Trinity behind him. All three of them, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost behind him on what he was saying. You know, it's a sad world that gets lost in darkness and gets all mixed up and can continually feed people on things that are not 
in the scripture when it would be so much better to feed people on what's in the scripture. I want to work with God's menu. I want to work with what God is saying. I just want to believe what he's given to us here and what it is about him that he wants us to know. How more plainly can God say it than here, O church, there is one God and only one God. Hear that when you when you read your Bible, he said, there is no other God beside me, and I alone am God, and there is no other. Over and over, scripture after scripture, but the devil gets involved, and man swallows it hook, line, and sinker, and they start changing the definitions and the words and the phrases and the terminologies, and none of them are in the scripture. But people believe them. If people would be as prone and inclined to believe the Word of God as they are to believe what's not in the Word of God. If we could run to God and run away, get away from the things that are not of God, we're going to be the better for it. Not only in this life, but in the world to come. We want to spend all of eternity with Jesus Christ. And so as Stephen began to bring his history lesson, all of a sudden, the uh, unction of the Holy Ghost brought him to a place uh, where he really put the hammer down. And he began to show them in history how that the forefathers, the relatives, the ones before, all the way back down through the genealogies, how that they had been uh, against God and what God had said, and they weren't obedient, and it brought all kinds of wrath. I witnessed to a Jewish man here not too long ago, about a week ago, and um, he told me, he said, you know, when we're good, he said, we get the good. And he said, and when we're bad, we get the bad. And he said, and we've been really bad. That's what he said in regards to the Jewish and Israel. I want you to understand that God in this time in which we live, he knows that the history wasn't very good. And he knows that man, unfortunately, doesn't seem to learn anything from history. And so history begins to repeat itself. And that's what Stephen said. He said, you are stiff-necked. And he said, you do always resist the Holy Ghost as your forefathers did and that's when they couldn't stand it and they ran upon him and they gnashed on him with their teeth and they began to stone him but he Stephen looking up he began to get a vision of the heavenly he began to see Jesus Christ and he began to cry with a loud voice as they stoned him lay not this sin to their charge they're blind they're lost they're partakers of the wrong things help them to see the right help them to see that Help them to see that. So, your Bible teaches you that there is that which you can become a partaker of. And God wants everybody, as it was quoted in overall Scripture, with much good subject matter that needs to go right under it, but God, who is a spirit, He does love this world. And he, in loving it, he provided that flesh known as the Son that if a person would begin to believe, as the Scripture has said, subject matter on him, that you could have this everlasting life. But you don't have to be condemned. You don't have to condemn yourself to a place called hell. You don't have to judge yourself unworthy. 
but that he has what makes a person worthy. He has an experience. He has a born-again experience for you. He has an experience that's going to take you and clean you up and get rid of all the dirt and all the filth and all the garbage and is going to wash you up nice and clean and make everything right in your heart, which is going to help you to go forward. Now, let me tell you a funny little real-life experience that Gene Sitfeld and I had. It was a family from Bahokee. And we uh, were visiting them, and they had invited us over for dinner. And so we were sitting just inside their front door. There was a couch in, in the living room, and we sat down, and we were just kind of waiting. And uh, all of a sudden, from the back of the house, I don't know where, I guess they were in the kitchen preparing things, and, and uh, here we are sitting by ourselves, you know, just, you know, waiting. And uh, all of a sudden, we hear this voice, I'm coming out! And we're like, okay, what's that? I'm coming out. And we're like, my God, what's going on? They got somebody locked up in the room. What's happening here? I'm coming out. Let me out. And I'm like, whoa, man, what's happening here? So we're getting a little uncomfortable, you know. <laughs> but I'd like you to know something before I tell you the rest of that story. I would like for you to know something. That we are, we've all sinned. We've all come short of God's glory. And just like Abraham we're, we all have influences around us. We many times grow up with these influences in darkness, and these things pull us right and they pull us left, and we got people coming around that want us to do the wrong because they're doing wrong. They're bound by sin, and they want you to be bound by sin. They're partaking in the wrong kind of things, and they want you to partake in those things. And they are driven by the Spirit and the God, small g, of this world. And He blinds people's minds. He doesn't want them to see this glorious gospel that shines through the face of the Lord Jesus Christ. He does not want you to repent of your sins. He does not want you to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the full pardon of all of your sins. And He does not want you to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The Bible said that Satan stood right at the right hand of the high priest to resist him. But the Lord said, we're going to give you some new garments. We're going to put something beautiful on you. We're going to cause all the bad to pass away, and we're going to bring all the good. What I want you to do is learn to say, I'm coming out. I'm coming out of sin. I'm coming out of darkness. I'm coming out of filth. I'm coming out of garbage. Revelation 18 and 4, he said, come out from among them, and don't be a partaker of their sin. Get yourself in the attitude that I'm coming out. I'm coming out. And I'll tell you what, God's got a coming out party for you. Because there's no party like a Holy Ghost party. There's no experience that could get anywhere near close to receiving the Holy Ghost. There's no invention, no song, no anything that can begin to come close to the joy that you will experience when you're filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. You want God's angels to hear you. I'm coming out. I'm getting away from this filth. I'm getting out of this gutter. I'm getting out of this garbage. I'm getting out of this sin and disobedience and the things that are destroying my minds and my body. I'm getting out of this thing. I'm coming out, Lord. And God is saying, come on out because I'm sending judgment and judgment's going to come and it is going to fall on a world that persists and will not repent. 
You better learn from history. That's why Stephen gave them the history lesson, trying to show them you're doing the same thing. You're repeating the same pattern. You're not learning anything from history. And if you keep on with the same pattern, you're going to get the same results. And we want you to come out. God wants you to break the pattern. God wants to give you a brand new Holy Ghost experience. Let's stand together. You want to be a, a partaker here. It means you want to take part. Somebody asked me not too long ago. They said, uh, they said um, tell us what to do. We, we want to know what to do. And I said, well, you're doing the right thing. I said, you've, you're coming out of things. You're separating yourself from things. And you're praying and you're fasting and you're studying and you're worshiping and you're witnessing. I said, you just keep doing it and do more of it. Grow in grace and knowledge. Make sure your motivations are right. You just want to live for God and you want to help others to live for God. I told them that many, many years ago I put together a, a, a Bible study. And uh, I remember telling the church family in the early days, I said, we'll, we'll do this and then we'll just have a short little simple quiz you know it won't be a pass or fail it'll just be to make sure you learn we'll go over it when we're done and you can write in the right answer if you had the wrong answer and so when I got done I remember one of the men sidled up to me and he said some short little quiz 126 questions I got a little carried away what can I say but uh, what I am saying to you is that we want to we want to teach you the right thing we want to show you God's word come on Abraham come on out of there I got things to show you. I got promises to give you. I've got a place to bring you to. And Abraham wasn't sure about some things, but he operated by faith, and that's why he became the father of faith. And by faith, he went out. He got out from among them. He got out from those family influences that wanted him to stay and do the same thing and be involved with the same idol worship, be involved with the same false doctrine, be involved with the partaking of all of the things that were defiling his heart and his life. But Abraham said, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm going, to, I'm going where God told me to go and I'm not sure what he's going to give me but you know what? God never fails. God never disappoints. God will leave you satisfied, not dissatisfied. So let's learn some things here and let's pick up the right examples in history. And everybody said praise the Lord. Let's look at the right examples and the ones that help us and stay away from those that are certainly showing us how not to do it. The Bible said, of course, that this salvation is of the Jew. The New Testament church began with the Jew. Everything began with the Jewish, but then it did not stay there. As a matter of fact, he said that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body. That's the church. So how can you have a, a Gentile church and a Jewish church? That may be a little far for you, but just remember there's one body. And it's universal. And it's for everybody. Be they Jew or Gentile. Male or female. Bond or free. Any race. Any background. Any continent. Any country. Any remote island. It makes no difference. There's one body. There's one God. And there is a one born again experience for you to be baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And there's one heaven to go to. And one hell to avoid. And he said that the Gentiles, that's anybody that's not Jewish, should be fellow heirs. Want to make you an inheritor. Want to give you the inheritance. And of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. You want to be a, you want to partake all right. You just want to make sure you're partaking of the right thing. You want to, you want to come out from sin. You want to come out from the street and the filth and the garbage 
and all of the fleshly carnal things you want to come out from that get away from that you want to join with them that are saying I'm coming out that's what you want to do and you, want to, you don't want to partake of their sin you don't want to do that anymore there's something you have an option here you have a really good option and choice here. You can become a partaker of what the promise is in the church, in the, by the gospel, by the death, the burial, and the resurrection. Repentance, water baptism in Jesus' name, and receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Yes, you can. And everybody said, praise the Lord. As a matter of fact, Hebrews, Hebrews uh, if you'll hear what this has to say, and it's, uh, I want to begin with verse 1 in chapter 3. Listen to it closely. He said, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling. He wants you to go to heaven. The church wants you to go to heaven. You can say, I ain't never had nothing in life. Well, you can have something in the life to come. You can have a promise from God Almighty. And it's right here in the book. And he wants you to be a partaker. He wants you to take part in what he's doing. He's, he's choosing you, calling you, and choosing you to be on his team. Be in his body, his church, that you can take part in the promises that he's given. And everybody said, Praise the Lord. And one of those promises is that this is a heavenly calling. A heavenly calling. Also in Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 4, and listen closely, when he said he talked about being enlightened and tasting of the heavenly gift, and he talked about being made a partaker of the Holy Ghost. Every service, you're partaking of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is here. His Spirit is here. His power is here. You feel that. You experience that. You just need to keep on and push through until you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost to where you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. That is, you speak in other tongues as the Spirit gives you the ability to do so. Somebody said, oh, I, I can't do that. I, I can't do that. That's right. You can't do it. He does it. He's the one that enables you. He's the, one, he's the one that gives you the ability to do that. You know, he does that. Everybody said praise the Lord. Everybody said hallelujah. I'm going to conclude here. I want you to listen to 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 13. And he said, but rejoice. Get happy. I'm telling you, it's a coming out party. We're having a party because people are coming out of sin. The angels rejoice. When people start repenting and coming out of sin and say, I'm not going to partake of that anymore. I'm not going down to that street corner. I'm not going down to that house. I'm not going to that place where they're all hanging out and all the junk. They're not, I'm not going there. I'm coming out from that. I'm coming out. Amen. So, you tell yourself, rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ. Everything that he has. It won't always be the wind to your back, but even when it's just a headwind against you, you be happy about it. You rejoice because I'm still with Christ and he's still with me. And everything he's got, I want to partake of it. Amen. And everybody said hallelujah. Everybody said praise the Lord. Second Peter chapter 1. I'm concluding in verse 4. Second Peter chapter 1 and verse 4. And he said, wherefore are given unto us. Everybody said me. Unto us exceeding great and precious promises. That by these, by these promises, by these exceeding great and precious promises, you might be a partaker of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in 
the world through lust. You escape that. I'm coming out. And you know, when we sat on that couch, you know what we're saying? I'm coming out. It was a parrot, and he wanted out of his cage. He wanted out of his cage. He knew there was something better out there, and it was some Holy Ghost people sitting in the living room. I want to get out there and get with them. I want to partake of what they're doing. Come on now. It's something better. You can get out of that jail cell. You can get out of that prison the devil's got your mind locked up in. The Holy Ghost ministers to the spirits that are in prison. He wants you to come out and be a partaker of the divine nature of his Holy Spirit, his great presence. Let's lift our hearts with our hands. Come on now. You remember what I told you? God did not call you young ladies to be hoes. You come out from that world down there. You come out of this attitude and atmosphere of the world that with all of the stuff they show, they're trying to shape your mind and your heart to be that kind of person. You tell them, no, I'm not going to partake of that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to live that life. You young men, you tell them, I'm not going to be in the gangs. I'm not going to go around and shoot people. I'm not going to do somebody else's bidding that's listening to the devil and telling people to kill people and rob people. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm not going to be a partaker of that. Of that sin. Woo! Come on now. That's right. Coming out. Come on. And what he said was his. Has been on the Lord. We're going to have a devil's kingdom now. It's a coming out party. I'm going to shout. I'm going to dance. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Gonna I'm going to speak in other tongues. Here gives me the other. Coming out party. Come on, this is so We're much higher. Come out of the low stuff. We're going up to the high place. Yeah. Heaven ever seems to die. That's the one. We're going up to the high places. Come on. Let's come and gather around. Oh, yeah. what they're doing. Not any longer. I don't want to be like them anymore.
the house. 